Welcome to a brand new episode of the Bold Take Podcast. I'm Austin Hill. With me as always is Austin Waiter. And you know what time it is. It's Bowl Bonanza. Yay! Uh, the event <laughs> where I try my very best uh, to say these names as fast as possible to keep us on a good pace. Um, and, you know, I begged for shorter names for the last two years. And, and that, I've gotten yeah. longer names, more difficult names. <laughs> They've heard the exact opposite. There, I guess it'll be hilarious for him to be able to pronounce more longer names. So Yeah, so that's going to be a treat. But uh, first, just a quick Jot over the Heisman, Jalen Daniels, uh, Jaden Daniels, uh, my fault, uh, wins the Heisman, LSU quarterback. Um, and really, it was a, a phenomenal season for him. Uh, you know, the big drawback to Jaden Daniels was that his the rest of his team kind of booty cheeks this year, uh, the defense especially. Um, they lost three games. It uh, just wasn't quite the season they wanted to have and were expected to have out there at LSU. But it really didn't take away from – uh, the outrageous numbers that he put up this season. Um, and so I, I feel like it's well-deserved, even though I would have liked to see Michael Penix win. Yeah. Um, to me, I know that's the thing people talk about is, like I've heard people say this was a bad pick and now the people were robbed. It's not like Jay, it's not like he didn't have a good year. Yeah. He literally was the best player on that team, but the rest of the team was horrible. Let's face it, without – him on the roster, LSU is not even close to a bowl-eligible team. Yeah, uh, I mean, you talk about um, him being single-handedly the reason they were able to win that game against the Razorbacks uh, this year. I mean, And against Florida, yeah, too. Without being able to have those quick strikes at the end of games, uh, you know, and his kind of offensive control um, to just keep them in it and kind of dominate the clock at the end of games, uh, who knows what kind of peril this team would have been in under a different quarterback. So, I, I don't think it's unjust. Uh, certainly, I yeah. have my own preference and my own opinion. I would have, I would have liked it to have been Michael Penix. Yeah. I'm not going to lie, but but I don't think yeah. this is a bad pick. No, no. I think Bo Nix would have been a bad pick. Um, and that's no offense to him. He had, a and I also pick. think Marvin Harrison would have been a bad one yeah. because I think he was like the eighth highest, like the eighth highest, like in stats for receivers. He wasn't even the number one receiver in college football this year. Yeah. So, so I, I think they did a great job there, but. Enough said about that. It's time to get into these bowl games. Woo! Um, and do you want to have an update to the game picks before we head yes. into these? Uh, Army-Navy, I know, cost me. Uh, uh, and too. also, can we just talk about the, the heartbreaking bad beat on the over at the very really? end? Yeah, it was. they were at 26. And the over-under was 27.5, if you remember. Army got a goal line stand against Navy with two seconds left. They could have just take, tried to do a QB sneak and end it. The QB takes a snap, runs out of the back of the end zone for a safety, wow. finishes with 28. So, heart, heartbreaking there. But game picks entering bull mania or bull bonanza, as you call it, 36 and 25 for you, 34 and 27 for me. So, literally, it's going to change however this looks. I'm, I'm yeah. intrigued to see how this goes. Razor thin right now, and of course, uh, you've got an NFL season still left to <laughs> go. Uh, sheesh, this is going to be a, a much different landscape uh, in the next couple weeks. Uh, but let's get into it, and we'll start with the Myrtle Beach Bowl. Uh, start you out easy. Start out light here. <laughs> Between Georgia Southern and Ohio, two teams I don't know a whole bunch about. Uh, I almost picked Georgia Southern in this game because I thought they were Georgia State, but once I realized they weren't Georgia State, uh, I picked Ohio. Yeah, um, this one I'm going to take Ohio. I just think they are they were one of the better teams in the MAC. They just unfortunately weren't able to make the conference championship. Uh, I know Clay Helton, he's still at Georgia Southern, right? 
the former SC coach? I honestly don't know a single thing about Georgia Southern. Yeah, so uh, I got no idea. I want to say he was there at least last year. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to give it to the uh, Ohio Bobcats, uh, the the best team in Ohio. Yeah, I would agree. The best team with Ohio in their name. Except for Miami, Ohio. Uh, Well, I just consider them Miami. (laughs) Yeah. uh, Technically, uh, if we're being real. Um, Then we've got the Cricket Celebration Bowl. They're getting Subtly longer. Uh, <laughs> Howard versus Florida A&M. Who do you got? Uh, this is an interesting one, considering, uh, like you said, I really don't know a lot about either of these teams. Um, but I do know one thing. Uh, Florida A&M's mascot is one of the core mascots I've seen. It's basically a rattlesnake. It's like a giant got a giant rattlesnake costume. So, Plus, I've heard they were really good in football this year, so I'm going to give it to uh, Florida A&M to win the – cricket celebration bowl yeah much like you i I think the only thing that i know about this game is that it's the hbcus right (laughs) this is the two best hbcus um and so i didn't really know what to do but i really like florida a&m's color scheme i also like their mascot i didn't know they had a giant rattlesnake costume um but i knew that they're like the vipers or something or the rattlesnakes or something yep wow that is pretty crazy yeah that Uh, is it just showed him a picture of it um but yeah i really like their color scheme i think they're a fun team and i don't know i was kind of surprised to see them here i know jackson state can no or jacksonville state can no longer be here or jackson state uh after losing dion and all of their players um so you know i'm gonna pick four day and m because i almost confident they were pretty bad last year yeah. uh so quite the turnaround for them if so if not then right on pace for what they usually do um <laughs> play both sides uh but that's we're matching two for two to start out um we'll see if we keep that trend up uh the r r and l carriers new orleans bowl what does the r and l stand for i'm curious <laughs> um that's a good 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 question uh, I'll tell you what, I'll make a pick for while we do some research too. Yeah. Um, but I look at this one, it'll be interesting. I feel like Louisiana's in this game uh, pretty much every single year. But Jacksonville State, again, I'm glad they were able to make it to a bowl game. I'm just really happy for them, even though I should have been able to make it straight up the whole time, if we're being honest. Uh, but yeah, I like Jacksonville State. I like what Rich Rodriguez has done there. And yeah, I think I'm going to give it to Jacksonville State to get the win, get win number nine. Uh, yeah, give me, give me Jackson, give me Jacksonville State. That's what I like to see. Um, I'm still trying to. Well, oh my gosh. I'm trying. Okay, so I Ralph Larry Ralph or no wait, hold on. It says a nine six five Ralph Ralph L Larry Roberts and Ronald L Roberts purchased a single truck they used to haul furniture. Uh, so, so, so it's are they brothers. I and guess R and L because their middle names are both L and yeah, that's what I'm seeing here too. Okay, all right, we'll roll with it. We'll roll with it. But there we go. There's your fun fact for this episode. That's why it's R and L Carriers. Bowl. Yeah, because I went to CBS Sports because they have the bowl game names, and I thought maybe they'd have like the full thing for R and L. No, they it just is the New Orleans Bowl. They didn't have the sponsor on there. Um, R and L's gonna sue them for that. Yeah, I would. Uh, you're paying good money probably to be the sponsor of a bowl game. Uh, but it's Jacksonville State, and uh, is this is this you? Uh, it's Louisiana. It's the Raging Cajuns. Okay, Raging Cajuns. Uh, it doesn't really affect my decision. I picked Jacksonville State here um, because I think they're a good team. They should be playing in a much bigger bowl game. 
Um, they shouldn't be playing in one of these small yeah. bowls. Um, but because of the way college football landscape sits, uh, they're here. So I think they're the better team, yeah. and I think they're going to get the job done uh, against Louisiana. Is that three for three? Yeah, I think uh, okay. so. Hey, only only like thirty, only thirty something more games to go. So maybe maybe the landscape won't look different at all if we just pick <laughs> the same. The differential will still be the same. Um, avocados from Mexico Cure Bowl. Uh, cure for what? Um, is always my question for the Cure Bowl. Um, <laughs> the uh, cure of people who haven't had avocados from Mexico. From Mexico. I do not like avocados, so me neither. I, I am me. one of those individuals, unless. You put it inside some sushi, then sign me up. Uh, but you can't taste it when it's in sushi, so it doesn't actually matter. Um, but who you got in this game? Um, uh, yeah. A game, uh, probably the first real, uh, the best matchup so far we've gotten to, in my opinion. Yeah, I'll, I'll agree with that. Um, uh, I'm not going to go against them. I love them in the conference championship. I'm going to go with Miami, Ohio. Uh, I just, uh, I really like this team together. I love their defense. I think they were clearly the best defense in the MAC, and they were able to show it against a pretty good uh, Toledo team in that conference championship. But yeah, I like Miami, Ohio to continue their role and take down App State, hopefully. Yeah, uh, I'm with you here as well. Uh, the real Miami will come out on top. Um, <laughs> they had a really good finish to the season, uh, they won the MAC. Um, this is big time for them. I think they're going to take this game against uh, App State, who. Kind of had a little bit of a slip up at the end of the season, um, and a little more. Uh, and should have had another loss against James Madison. But that's a totally yeah, story. absolutely because he fumbled it uh, out of play. But you know, there we go. Four for four to start, Austin. Four for four to start. Um, and the cure bowl for those who don't know seems to be uh, cure for breast cancer. Awesome. Um, that's which what I, like I to... can absolutely one hundred percent get behind. What avocados from Mexico have to do with that? I do not know. Me neither. Um, but good bull for a good cause. Yes. Uh, fantastic. Let, oh, okay, here we go. Um, <laughs> next, we've got the Isleta New Mexico Bowl. What is? It's, I feel like this is just going to be us looking up what are yeah. these businesses in front of I them. I am fine with that. little trivia as we go along. Extend uh, everybody's interest oh, a little bit. Well, that's funny. I looked up Isleta. It's actually a casino in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Well, that's fitting. <laughs> Maybe the most fitting sponsor we've had so far. Um, and there's a New Mexico team in the bowl game. Yeah, this like. feels like home field advantage a little bit. <laughs> New Mexico State versus Fresno State. Uh, who do you got? Um, it's a, not a hard one. I love Jerry Kill. I love what he did in Mexico State. Give me give me New Mexico State to win this game. Uh, was still in mad that they should have covered. The conference championship game. I'm still convinced the officials had Liberty minus yeah. ten and a half. Um, but you know, yeah, I'm excited to see Diego uh, Pavia finish his career strong. And maybe if it's a blowout, we get to see the legend of Blaze Berlowitz take over for New Mexico State. Hopefully, yeah. Uh, I'm going to actually go with uh, Fresno State. Oh, one, well, so. it took us five games, but we finally disagreed. We finally on get one. some difference. Uh, <laughs> I really like Fresno State. I like what they did this year. Six in the Mountain West at eight and four. Uh, that's pretty impressive being four and four in conference, all their losses came in conference. So, uh, a good season for them and sophomore quarterback, Mikey Keene, I believe will be playing in this game. I don't think he's entered the transfer portal. Unlike um, every other QB in the entire country. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> I'm going to go with Fresno state here. I like what they've done. I like what they've accomplished. And I think they finished strong against New Mexico state. 
Uh, now let's get into the Starco Brands LA Bowl hosted by Gronk. Uh, this game features uh, UCLA and Boise State. Uh, big time matchup here. Um, but who do you got? Uh, two teams that are losing their starting quarterbacks. Yeah. Um, uh, but number one, I'm just, I'm intrigued. I might watch this just because I'm intrigued how Gronk is going to do hosting it. I don't know what it's going to look like. Yeah. I don't know if there will be – I hope there's, like, a special trophy in the game that shows, like, a guy spiking the ball like Gronk did. I don't know. Um, but I feel like I'm required to pick Boise State because Arkansas took away their QB, my favorite QB, which, if you don't follow me on Twitter, I may or may not have been excited about that move coming. Yeah. Um, I'm very excited about Taylor Green coming to Arkansas. I think he could be the future there. I feel kind of bad uh, for Boise State for taking him. But I also don't feel bad because that means Arkansas uh, gets him. So <laughs> yeah, that's fair. So um, take what you want. But uh, they, as far as I know, they still have uh, Ashton Genty, who I believe is coming back. I believe he can dominate on the ground. So I'll go with Boise State. Yeah, uh, I'm completely with you. I think uh, the big driving force for UCLA this year was Dante Moore. Um, to, he kept them in ball games. Um, I know he made some mistakes that cost them some ball games, but overall, they were in these games because of him. Um, and you know, a lot of ups and downs over there between these last couple of weeks, uh, Chip Kelly being fake fired, uh, still don't know what's going on with that. Situation. I mean, the fan, the fans still want him fired. Yeah. Um, Dante Moore is now leaving. I just think it's not a great situation for UCLA. I know Boise State's still losing their coach, but again, they come off winning the Mountain West after right. firing their coach. They're certainly turning in the right direction. Like you said, Ashton Genty's still there. I've got Boise State here to take this game. Um, now let's get into the Radiance Technologies Independence Bowl, uh, between California and Texas Tech. I did not even know Cal was bowl eligible. Yeah, they beat UCLA in the final Pac-12 regular season game to make it into this bowl game. So, yeah, so that, um, but I'm not gonna lie, this is one of the tougher games I had to pick from, because these are two teams I thought were kind of even all year, um. But I don't know. I was it was literally a flip of the coin. I, I ended up going with the Red Raiders in mine. I just went with them. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with Texas Tech. I think they showed uh, a lot of positives this season. Uh, they just happened to play in a gauntlet of a yep. Big Twelve this year. Um, I mean, we talked about it as the season was getting closer and closer to ending. Uh, how many teams were still up for grabs all the way even until the last game of the oh, yeah. season where there were three or four teams still technically eligible uh, for that Big Ten Big Twelve championship game. So. Uh, they just kind of caught the wrong end of a really good conference this year, but I think they're a competitive team. And like I said, I did not know that Cal um, was even bowl eligible. I don't remember the last time Cal played in a bowl game. Uh, it was probably more recently I like, than I remember. It feels like it's been a – I want to say, do you remember that whole Cheez-It Bowl fiasco against TCU? No. I think that I, – I forget. If I'm correct, there was – it set the record for most turnovers in a single bowl game. Oh, my God. If if I'm correct, I'll probably do end up doing research while you're going through the next games. For hey, it. That makes sense. Um, but, yeah, I went with the Red Raiders here. Uh, I just think they're the better team, and I think they'll pull pull it out here. Uh, another game that I haven't seen marked by too much uh, transfer portal nonsense. Uh, then we've got the famous Toastery Bowl. Uh, somebody correct me if I'm saying that wrong. Toastery is how it's spelled. Um, I don't know what that even begins to mean. Uh, something else we'll have to look up here and figure out. Um, but that's between Western Kentucky and Old Dominion. Um, and so, uh, I, a little hint, 
Uh, I'm not going to leave it at this, but I'll give everybody at home a chance to pause it. Uh, I've I've picked uh, Courtney Lee's alma mater uh, for this one. So everybody <laughs> at home, pause it. Think about it. If you're a Courtney Lee stan, you will know who I have picked. Um, I want to see uh, my... Do you want me to try to guess? Because I, I I'm kind of 50-50 on it. Uh, yes. Uh, well, if it makes it any better, uh, Kent Bazemore went to the other school. So if you know where Kent Bazemore went. Oh my gosh. He doesn't know where Kent Bazemore went. Either. I don't know. If the, I'm more, I'm better at the knowing where football players went than, um, NBA. I'm going to guess that Courtney Lee played at Western Kentucky. He did. He's a hilltopper. So Kent I, Bazemore went, played at Old Dominion. Okay. Yeah. Would not have guessed him. Would not have picked Kent Bazemore as an Old Dominion guy. I'm not going to lie. I would not have either. Um, but I found out the information. 2018 Cheese It Bowl between TCU and Cal. TCU won 10 to 7. Oof. Hold on, and it gets better. They were tied at 7 7 at the end of regulation. The two teams combined for six interceptions in the first half, more than any game during the 2018 season, with a total of nine for the entire game. Became the fourth bowl game in NCAA history with nine or more interceptions, joining the 1942 Orange Bowl the 1968 Sun Bowl, and the 1982 Liberty Bowl. And it's if I remember correctly, it was like referred on social media as the Cheese Int Bowl, like I-N-T Bowl. Oh, that's tough. So I think that's the last time Cal was in a bowl game. So there you go. There's your little history. I remember watching that with my grandpa, and we both agreed it was the worst game of football we've ever seen. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> really, really brutal. Um, but who do you have in the famous Toastery Bowl? Yeah. Get, getting, getting back on topic. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> I, I wanted to go with Old Dominion for um, Taylor Heineke, but um, I'm going to I really don't know much about Old Dominion this year, so I ended up going Western Kentucky. Um, plus, when in doubt, I'm going to trust the Hilltopper mascot, basically Red Grimace. Um, so, yeah, give me Western Kentucky. <laughs> I'm sorry. If you see me cracking up over here, I've got t- actually got tears in my eyes. Uh, I've looked up Famous Toastery. I think it's a restaurant that just serves toast. Rick. Really? I I've got. Well, we got to make a trip there. <laughs> yeah. Famous uh, toastery that just serves toast. It's like, what do you want to drink? And would you like a side of toast with your drink? Yeah, I'm trying to get a get a peek here. Like, let us see what your. Me- I'm looking at their menu right now. I'm trying to. Uh, they serve alcohol. Okay. Um, a lot of your uh, Irish coffee. Oh, like whiskey and coffee. I don't like either one of those things. Um, yeah, they do a lot. They do some breakfast. What do they do for lunch? I'm curious how the famous toastery does lunch. Um, okay, I think their thing is that they don't do necessarily toast. They toast everything. I think everything is toasty. Ah, okay. There's a lot of toast on the menu, but I think everything is toasted. Gotcha. Okay, that makes more sense. That makes more sense. But that's their whole claim to fame, uh, and apparently they're a big ESPN sponsor. Apparently, um, I think we just—I think that's the most time anyone spent talking about famous toastery, possibly ever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so uh, on to the next one: Scooter's Coffee Frisco Bowl uh, between UTSA and Marshall. Um, this would be an interesting game. Uh, I've got the Roadrunners in this one. Uh, just kind of uh, another solid season for them. Uh, keep going in the right direction. Keep turning in the right direction. And I can't bring myself to pick Marshall 
the Notre Dame Marshall game still a little too. I think that's fair. I think that's fair uh, for me to make a pick there. Um, all I'm going to say is meet me. Give me UTSA. Uh, and, <laughs> um, and Frank, Frank Harris is finally about to end his college football career. It's a shame. One of the greatest, what felt like 10 plus year runs ever at UTSA. Uh, but no, I can't pick against them. Give me the road runners. Yeah. Um, Boy, oh boy, we're really churning through these right now, which is good. Yeah, we maybe um, we won't be here for two hours making these picks. But <laughs> we've got a mouthful coming up, ladies and gentlemen, if you're following along at home. We've got the RoofClaim.com Boca Raton Bowl. That's a mouthful. Um, for some reason, I want to say Boca Raton makes pasta, but I don't know that for sure. Well, Boca Raton is a place in Florida. so Okay, so they, I don't <laughs> think they make pasta. I would be, I'd be interested if they made the pasta there, but uh those at home let me know what i'm thinking of that <laughs> pasta related uh in the comments because i don't know why I'm- i will say if you like if you didn't know it was a town you would think of it as like some like fancy it like, sounds like a type of pasta. yeah yeah i could see that i could um, see that um which what uh, you can understand my confusion to understand why roofclaim.com is sponsoring a pasta bowl um i could go for a bowl of pasta right about now but it's southern florida versus syracuse um, I don't know. This to me is one of the more lopsided matchups in my personal opinion. Yeah. I know this Southern Florida team kind of kept it close against Alabama, but obviously the Alabama team that played in that game, again, for those of you at home who are still arguing Florida state over Alabama and using this game as evidence, not the same team, not even the same starting quarterback, yep. uh, for that game. And keep in mind, there was literally a monsoon that delayed that game, like three plus hours yeah. to, to go along with it. Uh, so I think there's a lot of factors that go into that. I don't think using that game as evidence for anything is valid. I think that's lazy research uh and i think it's very uninformed uh and you're just a casual football fan um shots fired uh (laughs) so i'm gonna take syracuse in this game um i don't know who all of the syracuse uh stars will be playing in this game um but i still think syracuse is the better well the important thing is that there is a star from Syracuse in the NFL right now, and the legend that's Tommy DeVito. So that's the main thing we should take away from <laughs> from this. It's just you know, you know, just a new legend that's Tommy DeVito. Um, but remember, they do have a new coach in Fran Brown, who's coming over from Georgia, which I actually think is a good hire for yeah. Syracuse. Um, so I think it'll be interesting for USF see if they can keep it close. But yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I think Syracuse roles in this game i would not i would not be mad if south florida ended up pulling off the upset though would not be mad yeah it would be a, certainly something interesting to see um then we've got the union home mortgage gasparilla bowl i feel like the gasparilla bowl has a new sponsor every single year i agree i agree um <laughs> but that's between georgia tech and ucf and this is going to be another fun matchup uh with ucf especially picking it up at the end of the season and georgia tech being maybe the most unpredictable team in college football this year uh who do you got Huh. You know, I'm trying to think off the top of my head, but uh, if I'm being honest, I like Gus Malzahn. I always have. I still think he should be the head coach at Auburn. That's a totally different story. Um, yeah, just for that reason, I'm going to roll with uh, UCF to to beat Georgia Tech in this bowl game of two teams that are kind of golden colored. So Yeah, a very similar color They could do it the Union Home Mortgage Golden Gasparilla Bowl. That's what they could call it. They, they could. And Give you even more of a mouthful. Yeah. Uh, Especially since it's the Golden Knights versus the Yellow Jackets. The color's even in the names. <laughs> uh, I mean, these things write themselves. 
Uh, I'm going to go with Georgia Tech in this one, actually. I think Georgia Tech played a lot of their Power 5 competition extremely well, up until the point that they won a game that no one in the history of Earth should have won, uh, besides the team that was winning with 30 seconds left. Fair point. Uh, So, I mean, that's a 1% chance to win the game. This team that fights hard, plays hard. Uh, Team that I really fell in love with after that Miami game, just because of, I mean, that's dedication to stay in it. At that point. And I mean, um, you think about it, they, if Miami doesn't have that whole fiasco at the end, Georgia Tech finished six and six. They're not in a bowl game without Miami having that gap. Absolutely. Um, so, you know, it, it really came down to playing their hearts out every single game and every single down. Um, and UCF just kind of struggled against some of their power five opposition. Although again, they definitely picked it up uh, at the end of the season. Um, I think this is going to be a Georgia Tech win, but I think this will be a very fun right. game to watch. I think this will be one of the one of those like first ones that will actually be a really close game all the way throughout. Yeah, I completely agree. Um, On to the seventy six Birmingham Bowl. No idea what that even means. Yeah. Um. That. But that was a really simple one for you, though. Yeah, it was simple and easy to say. Uh, they're getting easier. There's. St- don't don't be fooled. There are some tri- some tricksters down here. <laughs> there but, always are. Uh, they're lurking. But that, we got an easy one to a little palate cleanser. Um, and this is Troy versus Duke. Uh, and so who do you got in this matchup? This is uh, a more intriguing matchup to me. Yeah. Um, especially for both teams. When you think about the fact Troy's head coach left to take the Tulane job, which I think is a great hire for Tulane. Um, and then you got Duke who's head coach, Mike Elko left to go take the job at A&M, which another good hire, I think. And Riley Leonard off to this man's favorite team in, uh, Notre Dame. Absolutely. So, uh, can we talk about the fact that AM Notre Dame open the season up against each other next year? It's going to be Mike Elko going against Riley Leonard to start the season hey, next year. That's what I like to hear. Um, nice, easy Power yeah. 5 win for Notre Dame to start the year. Oh, he's already calling his shot. Hey, I like it. Please don't scare me. <laughs> um, but I'm going to go with Kamani Vidal and the Troy Trojans in this one. I just think Duke's lost too much. Plus, I think they kind of ended the season on a little bit of a rough note. And even though they lost their coach, Troy won that Sun Belt. For a second straight year, I expect them to win this game kind of comfortably. Yeah, uh, I don't want this to come off in a disrespectful way at all, but it seems like with the way everybody's leaving Duke, it wasn't leaving because we're so good. It was almost like getting out of Dodge, like trying to get out before this thing blows up. Right. Uh, I think, well, I think Duke might have been able to have some success next year um, in the ACC. Um, you got to cash in while the, while talking. Yeah, you got to cash. I certainly in. think that everybody leaving was more of a sign that they thought they could do better elsewhere, um, and you know we'll see how true that is. Um, so I just kind of think it was more of a kind of giving up, and I think the morale's not great for Duke right now. Uh, where on the other hand, for Troy, strong finish to the year, win your conference championship. In in that case, the coach leaving is more of like. Not that it's not a reward for Mike Elko, and not that I think Mike Elko wasn't a great hire, right. but it just has a different feel to it. And certainly for the players in the locker room and the fans, it has a different – it leaves a different taste in your mouth when you win your conference championship and you get a bigger job right? as opposed to getting a bigger job after having some tough losses and some games where you think, if we run this back next year, we've got it. Yeah. Um, it just kind of leaves a different taste in your mouth and uh, for everybody involved. So I'm going to go with Troy. I just think they're riding high on the better team right now. Um, that's going to take us into the – Yes, to pick the paper up. <laughs> <laughs> if it's Spanish, it's Camilla Bull. 
or I treat it like Camellia. the comma 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 camellia. That's how I treat it. That's how I treat it. This was almost a pickle for me. Arkansas State versus Northern Illinois. My alliances were almost um crossed, uh, but. Uh, at the end of the day, I went Arkansas State because I remembered that Northern Illinois is not the school that almost offered me a full-ride scholarship. It was Southern Illinois, the Saluki shout-out. Um, I was very close oh, to being really? Saluki. No way, me too. Yeah, they, they, offered they, me, <laughs> they told me if I could get a 26 on my ACT, uh, I would get uh, a full-ride, and I got a 25. Uh, I could not get over the hump at 25, so I uh, – Went to Arkansas State University of BB. Great, great decision I ever made in my life. Yeah, uh, always a free shout out for Arkansas State University of BB. Yeah, uh, but I went with Arkansas State too. I just love when you look back at the start of their season, losing seventy three nothing to our Oklahoma, losing thirty seven three to Memphis. What are, yeah, and somehow you go from that to being able to make it into a bowl game. Uh, I don't like doing it because I still think he's a bit of an overrated coach. We got to give Butch Jones some credit. Uh, yeah, good. Good for Arkansas State. I'm going to pick them to win. And I want to say I saw something a month ago that Arkansas State got a four-star receiver to commit there. So things might be changing there. Might be changing. Uh, and while I'm talking about my alliances, I guess technically my alliance would be greatest to Arkansas State because technically I have graduated from – or I did graduate from Arkansas State University at BB. Um, so I have graduated from Arkansas State kind of uh, satellite school. Um so I guess that's where my allegiance truly yeah. lies. That's my alma mater, if you will. Um, yeah. Even though we were the uh, vanguards and not the Red Wolves. Uh, but enough about that. Uh, let's get into the Lockheed Martin Armed Forces Bowl. Uh, and another bowl I feel like has a different sponsor every year. And I feel like Lockheed Martin is sponsoring a different bowl every year. Uh, <laughs> but maybe they're always doing the Armed Forces Bowl and I just don't remember it. Uh, this was... Maybe by far the hardest bowl game for me oh, yeah. to pick. This was two teams that I just enjoyed. Uh, just a treat to watch this yeah. year uh, between James Madison and Air Force. And this this was a tough one for me to pick. So I, I'll leave it to you first. And- oh, oh, thanks. You know, putting the yeah. putting the pressure on me. Um, look, uh, this is a tough one for me. Uh, Air Force is a tough one because I love Air Force. Um, also, my brother was in the Air Force. So it's hard for me too. But I love the story of James Madison this year. I just feel like if I'm picking this game based off of what I think is going to happen, I overall think that James Madison's the better team. I think they're going to end up winning. Um, but I would literally not be surprised who wins this game. I, I'm hoping this is the best game of bowl season, hopefully. Yeah, me too. I think this is going to be a fun, exciting game. But I'm going to go with James Madison. Uh, another team, I think, deserves the right to be playing in a much better bowl game. Uh, you know, again, had they been able to play in their conference championship and, you know, be ranked and such, we probably are talking about them uh, playing against Oregon in the Verbo, Verbo Fiesta Bowl. Yeah. Um, Why didn't we? My, yeah. Thanks. Thanks again, NCAA. We really appreciate you guys ruining stuff again. Yeah. Just my opinion there. Which, by the way, shout out to y'all. Y'all tried to stop the two time transfers from getting immediate eligibility. Court ruled against you. So. Yeah. That tells you the the respect they have for you at the NCAA. So yeah, uh, I mean, they, if they keep it up, it's not long before the NCAA falls apart and these schools go on and form something on their own. Probably for the best. Uh, yeah, I mean, we're talking about a bunch of guys who really care nothing about athletes or the sports and purely care about the money and just um, don't want athletes to be paid um, at all. I mean, I still remember watching 
the Johnny Manziel documentary recently and Mark Emery, who was the, I don't know if he's still in charge of the NCAA, but they're like, will college athletes ever be paid? He's like, not while I'm here. You know, I don't, I don't want college athletes to profit. I want to be the only ones that profit from it. Forget about the college athletes. Yeah. Loser. Yeah, absolutely. So I went with James Madison here. Uh, I think they're the better team. I think Air Force is a good team. I think this will be a fun game, but I think James Madison gets the job done. Uh, then we've got the famous Idaho Potato Bowl, which does not feature a team from Idaho. Uh, would you believe it? Yep. <laughs> um, this game's between Georgia State and Utah State. I want to say usually Boise State plays in this game. Well, uh, some, well it's at the Boise State field, yeah. their blue field. Plus, the winning coach does get um, French fries dropped, uh, dumped all over him, which is kind of funny. Sign me up. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's I'll probably I'll saying. just be sitting there like I'll, I'll catch well, the French be, I do. I will say they got to be warm. I don't want cold potato. Uh, and also uh, they got to have some flavor on them. They yeah. can't just be nice, salted, yeah, warm uh, French fries. Or you know, I I'd rather lose the game. Yeah, uh, personally. Um, but who do you got in this one? Um, this one it's not a hard pick for me. Uh, it took me about two seconds to make the pick. Blake Anderson. Shout out him, former Arkansas State coach. Uh, I'm never picking against him if we're ever picking Utah State. So, um, yeah, give me give me Utah State to win this one uh, for the Aggies. Even though, fun fact, Utah State quarterback, I forget his name, um, but he is leaving Utah State to join the Marines. Yes, I did see that. Uh, so, congrats to him. Yeah, uh, I mean, that's that's insane. That That is awesome. Yeah. Or, or Navy SEAL, that's what it was. He was doing it to be a Navy SEAL. That's what. Um, Levi Williams, yeah, shout out to him. That's awesome. Um, yeah, I'm not. I'm never going to pick against Blake Anderson as long as he's a coach. So, yeah, give me Utah State. Tragically, I'm going to pick against Blake wow. Anderson. Wow. Some uh, people, I swear. I really like Georgia State this year. Uh, it's been an exciting turnaround. I did have a feeling you yeah. were going to pick them. <laughs> uh, and I really like Darren Granger, senior quarterback from Conway, South Carolina. Uh, I, as far as I know, he's playing in this game because I think it's his last game of his college career. I think so, yeah. He's extending his eligibility any further. Um, Of course, you know, I don't know anything. I have no insight, so who knows what I know. But uh, I'm going to go with Georgia State. This is a really fun team for me to watch, a really exciting team. Had that big upset victory over Coastal Carolina earlier this year. Um, So I I really like uh, this Georgia State program and where they're headed. On to the 68 Ventures Bowl between South Alabama and Eastern Michigan. You know, we were rattling these off earlier, and we're starting to slow down, which is always something that happens. Um, not that we're on a time limit or anything, but, you know, it does feel Not that like, we're on a time limit, but we're on a time but limit. But we are on a time limit. <laughs> in, in some degree, uh, under are. two hours, preferably. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I know the, the those at home probably don't want to sit here for two hours. Or maybe they do. I'm having a fun time, so I yeah. don't mind. But. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to go in this one. I'll just get out of the way because I had no idea where to go. I didn't know anything about these two teams. I didn't know either of these two teams were anywhere close to bowl eligible. Um, so I'm going to go with Eastern Michigan uh, because I like their green helmet that's on this sheet. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's the end of my analysis. I respect it. Almost went with Eastern Michigan because uh, my – Grandpa actually went to college up near Eastern Michigan wow. for some time. Near Eastern Michigan or at Eastern Michigan? It was somewhere in Michigan, if I'm being honest. <laughs> okay. uh, but I didn't end up picking them. <laughs> you said near Eastern It was somewhere in Michigan. It was either it, it was either Michigan or Eastern Michigan, one might, of the two. It might have been Eastern Michigan. <laughs> it might have been Eastern Michigan. It might have been Western. might have been Michigan State. might have been Michigan. might have been any other school. <laughs> That's good. 
I, I, I honestly, he's told me so many times you would think I would, you think I would know it by now. Um, but I don't. So, <laughs> but, um, uh, go, I'm going to pick South Alabama solely because I remember the they, they blew out Oklahoma state earlier this they year did. and LaDamian Webb, their running back had a big game for it. Yeah. So I'm going to, that's my reasoning for that. And there's your fun story. Uh, for that, I, I just like that you said he went to school near Eastern Michigan. <laughs> I was like, okay. It was like, how, okay. How He's close. I feel like I feel like that's like the thing that's like the college game day figures. He's like, yeah. well, I know someone who went to a school that was like right next to it, so I'll yeah, go. Yeah. So, sometimes it does feel like that. It's like, you know, I like when they pick like a diehard fan or somebody that went to a school, but sometimes it's like they just pick like a guy. Like what are we the my the main one I thought about is Jack Harlow. Whenever they had him, yeah. He was like he's like, oh, you know, I had a good I had a good party whenever I was in Cincinnati. So I'll pick Cincinnati, you know. Yeah. I was just I was like, really? That's why you're picking him. <laughs> well, to be fair though, he is a Kentucky guy. That's Cincinnati true. is practically in Kentucky. That's if a fair it point. It wasn't for the river that you have to cross that technically is the state line between Kentucky and Ohio. It is Kentucky. That's I know fair. I've tried. I've tried and once successfully made the trip. To Cincinnati, once, Ohio. once. The other time uh, that that's a whole no, that might be enough for a whole another episode. <laughs> hey, that's a great story. Honestly, uh, now that I've survived the moment and I'm not, you know, worried about getting home, uh, it's a hilarious story. But at the time, <laughs> at the little, time, you did not know bit, if you were going to make worried. it. <laughs> uh, absolutely. Um, SRS distribution Las Vegas Bowl was our next bowl to be picked. Uh, and that's Utah versus Northwestern. Um, and this will kind of be an interesting game to kind of figure out um, because, again, I think this is another bowl game where uh, teams are still relatively intact as, as well as head coaches. Uh, yeah, I think so, except for I know the pig farmer, Bryson Barnes, he's in the transfer portal. Is I did he? Hear, unfortunately, which is a shame. I was I was looking forward to seeing the pig farmer ball out so was in I Vegas. In probably final game because Cam Rising's back next year, baby. I mean, hope, hopefully, hopefully, hopefully at this hopefully. point I'm hoping for it. Um, but I went with Utah. I mean, I'll root for Northwestern. I think they've had a great first year, but I just think Utah is the better team. I think they win pretty comfortably. Yeah, great turnaround for Northwestern. Unfortunately, they're Illinois' little brother. Um, don't really <laughs> like picking the little brother. Uh, great turnaround for them, great year for them. Uh, but I'm going to go for Utah. Didn't, didn't they beat Illinois this year, though? I don't care about that. <laughs> little brother school. Uh, only one of us is Illinois, and that's all that matters to me. I always uh, I remember didn't the, didn't y'all one time play? I know they played at Soldier Field or not uh, Wrigley Field. Didn't y'all play at Wrigley Field one time whenever y'all played against them? And it was like they they couldn't use another half of the field. Yeah, I know that there have been games played in baseball stadiums, and the way baseball stadium baseball outfields are set up, there's only enough room for one actual sideline, and the other sideline yeah. is against that's, the wall. That's what happened last year in the Fenway um, Bowl, which I'm assuming is yeah. happening this year too. But that's just that's just kind of that's just, it. When, always provides me entertainment. Yeah, I know when Notre Dame played in Yankee Stadium, that was an issue where both teams had to stand on the same sideline, which doesn't make a lot of sense. Seems like a hazard. Wait, like seems like a fight waiting to happen. Yeah. Um. So I would maybe just not do that. Yeah, bold choice, just not do it. <laughs> um, but, you know, you got to play in baseball stadiums, I guess. Uh, I'm not saying you have to, but some people are saying that you have to. Um, but we've got uh, the East Post Hawaii Bowl up next, and Hawaii's not playing in it. I don't think they're bowl eligible this year. Nope, they were not, unfortunately. <laughs> but we've got Coastal Carolina versus San Jose State, and 
Golly, this is a trek for Coastal Carolina, um, almost across the entire world. San Jose uh, State, not as much. <laughs> yeah, not as much. A short flight for them, but uh, yeah, this is a trip for Coastal Carolina. Uh, Grayson McCall in the transfer portal, so it'll be interesting to see what happens in this one. I'm still going to go Coastal Carolina in this game. Right. I, I like them a little bit better in this matchup still. Um, yeah, and also I'm I'm just uh, you know NFL's on Christmas Eve this year, which is a shame because this I remember this is always like the Christmas Eve game. Yeah, whenever we just get done eating dinner, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm going to turn on the Hawaii Bowl. I'm going to turn that on and watch it. Um, but I'm going actually with San Jose State on this one. Grayson okay. McCall committed to NC State, which I think is terrific for NC State for the future for next year having Grayson McCall there. Um, but also San Jose State um, was actually fun fact. One and five at one point this year. They wow. routed off six in a row to end the season to finish seven and five. So, yeah, I'm going to go with San Jose State. That is crazy. Good for them. Um, let's get into the quick lane bowl, uh, which is Bowling Green versus Minnesota. Uh, I don't know much about Bowling Green this year. Uh, I think they actually had a pretty good year in the MAC. Yeah, they went uh, seven and five. They finished third, but still seven and five for them is pretty good. And also, this is the one game involved in a team with a losing record. Minnesota went five and seven because not enough six and six teams were able to make it into bowl games. Uh, yeah, and so I picked Minnesota here because uh, I don't know they were in a lot of games this year. They just made a lot of mistakes at the end of games that cost them. Uh, maybe they won't do that against Bowling Green, but I have no idea. Yeah, um, solely because. I didn't know what to expect from this game. Uh, I picked Bowling Green. Uh, Fair <laughs> um, uh, I don't know. It's just gut feeling going with Bowling Green on this one. Uh, I feel like they had a good year, and I feel like I feel like the way Minnesota plays, it'll be a close game, and they're going to have a shot in the end no matter what. Because Minnesota runs the football, plays solid defense, but they don't really score a lot of points. They're not as like that as Iowa is, which yeah. we'll get to them in a little bit, I'm sure, whenever they play. I believe it's Tennessee. They do. Uh, yeah, you already know where I'm going with that one. But anyway, yeah, Bowling Green for this one. Yeah. Uh, then we've got the Surf Pro First Responders Bowl, uh, Texas State versus Rice. I knew nothing about this game, nothing about these teams. That's when I get uh, my most dangerous, though. <laughs> uh, and that's why I'm taking the Rice Owls. I went mascots purely on this one, and I love a good owl mascot. Okay. I will say the only thing I know, JT Daniels and had to medically retire the end of an era, literally. Yeah. Uh, it feels like he's been playing college football for half a decade yeah. and maybe more. Well, let's figure it out. So he started at USC, went to Georgia, and then went to West Virginia, and then finished his career at Rice, ultimately. Yeah. Um, actually, I took Texas State in this one. Um, so I like GJ Kine, the first-year coach he took. He brought in a lot of players. Uh, from the transfer portal to bring him to Texas State. And, of course, he came from Incarnate Word, um, an FCS school. And to do this in his first year, I think, is a good thing for that program. And also, he's only 35 years old, so he's wow. still got a long way. He might be a guy in a couple of years, if he keeps this up, he might be a guy that gets a Power 5 job at some point. Yeah, uh, so, yeah, crazy. I'm going to go with Texas State. Um, then we've got the Guaranteed Rate Bowl. Uh, which is between Kansas and UNLV. And as far as I know, not a lot of transfers in this game. No. Um, but I went with UNLV personally. Uh, I kind of like the season that they've had, and even though they had a tough finish uh, in the conference championship against Boise State. I think they're a good team, uh, a quality team, uh, and I think they're going to give Kansas some fits, a team that's kind of been up and down this year. Yeah. Um, Barry, I don't like picking against you twice in a row, but yeah, here I am picking against you from conference championship and the bowl game. Uh, I'm going to go with Kansas for this one. Uh, I'm excited to see Jason Bean, the backup, end his career, hopefully in the right way. Plus, I love Devin Neal on the ground for Kansas. I think he'll be really good. 
Um, so yeah, give me the Kansas Jayhawks to win this game. And I like it. We're picking a lot different now. I think that's like three or four in a row we picked different on. Yeah, starting to string them together here. Uh, then we've got the Military Bowl. It does not feature a service academy. Uh, I guess technically we already have one in the Armed Forces Bowl, but uh, it's between Virginia Tech and Tulane. I guess Virginia Tech's like almost a service academy. Uh, yeah, yeah, I can see. Yeah, I can see that. They're in Virginia. Uh, <laughs> if that counts for anything, uh, I've got Tulane in this one. I wanted to pick should have been ACC champions Virginia Tech, <laughs> uh, but I couldn't do it. I think Tulane's just the better team. Yeah. Um. You see, you almost went with them. I ended up going with them. I picked wow. Virginia Tech for it. I just think losing that American Athletic Conference championship, then losing your head coach to. Houston, which I don't know how much better of a job that is than Tulane, yeah. if I'm being honest. Um, but they're in a Power Five conference, so I kind of understand the move. Um, but yeah, I'm going to go with, like you said, the should have been ACC champion Virginia Tech Hokies. Yeah, it would have meant just as much if they won the ACC. <laughs> it just means more it with might, them. It might have meant more. Uh, then we've got the Dukes Mayo Bowl. The best bowl game, of course. Everybody's favorite. My least, would probably my least favorite bowl because. I don't like mayonnaise very much. I would hate to be covered in mayonnaise. This would be a bowl game I would lose on purpose just so I didn't get covered in mayonnaise. You would um, throw the game on purpose. I would throw purpose. the game as a head coach so I didn't get doused in mayonnaise. Uh, I'd actually be sick to my stomach if this happened, but it's between North Carolina and West Virginia. Uh, do we know the status of Drake May for this um, game? He is declared for the NFL draft, okay, so he so will not, not be playing in this game. Good. That makes my decision look a little bit smarter because I took West Virginia in this game. I was going to take them no matter what just because – I like West Virginia this year, and they were consistently good. Another team that kind of got spurned uh, by the solid Pac-12 this year, they had a pretty decent year and probably could have been better had there been some weaker teams in the Big 12 this year, but there just weren't. Um, there were a lot of good teams. Meanwhile, we had a North Carolina team that once again dropped the ball at the end of the season, Now and now they don't have their starting quarterback who's going to be a top pick in this NFL draft. Um, so I'm going to go with West Virginia here. Yeah, um, I've been a fan of West Virginia all year long. I'm not going to stop going against them now. Yeah, give me give me West Virginia easily. And I think Neil Brown, name of the head coach, Piedmont Pete was on the hot seat. He was expected to be fired entering this year. He's now got him at eight and four. Hopefully nine and four the win, and they will honor him and keeping him by dumping a giant bucket yeah. of may- mayo on him. Well, it makes my skin crawl. <laughs> just think about that. <laughs> Uh, then we've got the DirecTV Holiday Bowl. And DirecTV, disgusting. Yeah, just sick to my stomach thinking about DirecTV as well. Um, also sick to my stomach about who's getting to play in such a high-quality <laughs> bowl game here. Got Louisville, who turns out is one of the most unfun teams to watch play football ever. Uh, and USC, who had one of the most unimpressive, disappointing, downright disgusting years ever. Uh, and they're playing in a bowl game, barely. Uh, <laughs> By the skin of their teeth. <laughs> yeah, I'm taking Louisville in this one. Uh, well, Louisville's kind of had a rough season. Uh, I think USC is a team that, fortunately, they can just run the ball down their throat because they don't have a defense. Yeah, um, Caleb Williams, as far as I know, is not playing in this game, so that made it even easier for me to pick. I was going to pick Louisville already. Yeah. That made it even easier. So, yeah, I'll go with Louisville. Um Surely it can be the game will be more entertaining than their ACC title game. I hope. I hope. You surely hope, but you never know. You're getting two really not great teams. In <laughs> Honestly, game. the over under is 58. I might consider just taking the under. I don't know why you take the over in that game yeah. personally. If you haven't seen how Louisville plays, yeah, you you spare. And it's yourself. actually gone up since since then, which makes me 
Yeah, Blow my mind. Uh, then we've got the Tax Act Texas Bowl. Does feature a Texas team. There you go. Finally, we're on the right track here with these uh, location-named bowls. Uh, and it's Texas A&M versus Oklahoma State. Um, I, I took Oklahoma State in this one. I don't think Texas A&M can hold up to Oklahoma State. But you never know. This Oklahoma State team seems to surprise you every single day. Yeah, and that's why I picked Texas A&M for this game because I don't know what – I mean, it all starts with how Oklahoma State's uh, going to get the game started. If they can get Ollie Gordon started on the ground, I like their chances to win. But if they have to play from behind, I don't like their chances to win. So um, I'm going to go with A&M plus. I think the A&M offense played a lot better at the end of the season. However, that involved Bobby Petrino still being there, who's now in Arkansas. So this probably was a terrible pick on my part, but I'm going to stick to it. I'm going to go with A&M. Fair enough. Uh, then we've got the Wasabi Fenway Bowl. At 10 a.m.? What are we doing here? Why are we making a play at 10 a.m.? As in, like, Wasabi that goes with, like, your sushi? Like- yeah. <laughs> just wasabi in general, or is there like some kind of greater brand? I, I think I it's just wasabi. Just wasabi in general. Just wasabi in general. Just, it's like, it's like, you know what we need as a sponsor? We need wasabi. Yeah, what what's, what wasabi company should we get? No, wasabi. Just wasabi in general. That is actually crazy. Um, but it's SMU versus Boston. Okay, finally, we're starting to see some location stuff match up. There we go. Here. Boston College. Uh, is Boston College in Boston? I I would I would hope um, that that would make sense to me. Or if not, it's like right next to Boston. I would imagine. Yeah, you would hope it's in Massachusetts at least. Uh, if um, Newton, Massachusetts. Okay, that's close enough. Uh, so finally, we're getting some B- Boston. Or no, Chestnut. Why did I say Newton first? Chestnut, Massachusetts. What did you say? I have no I have no idea what uh, I'm doing here. The, was, the, it doesn't matter. I took SMU in this game. <laughs> Yeah, I took SMU as well. Newton. Chestnut. <laughs> How'd you get those two make? I don't whenever I like looked it up, the first one that popped up was like oh, okay. was was Newton. But then whenever I clicked on the Wikipedia for Boston College, it said chestnut. So maybe the stadium's in Newton. Maybe I got honestly, I don't even know what to trust with the internet nowadays. Yeah, but yeah, um, I took SMU as well. They beat Tulane with a backup QB playing in that one. I'm expecting them to be able to beat a not nearly as good Boston College team. With them I too. completely agree with you there. Take a deep breath for this one. Bad Boy Mowers Pinstripe Bowl. Uh, I assume this will be played in Yankee Stadium, which is why it's called the Pinstripe Bowl. I would if imagine not, so. I don't know why it's called that. I would. I want to say it usually is played at Yankee Stadium, and it will be played at Yankee Stadium. Can't confirm. Uh, Rutgers versus uh, Coral Gables University. Um, <laughs> and I've got Rutgers in this one. Uh, actually, a pretty impressive season for Rutgers this year. Better than usual. Um, and I've got to give them some love here uh, to face off against uh, – Coral Gables. Yeah. Um, if they were actually, if Oregon and Washington weren't joining the Big Ten next year, I would say Rutgers could be a surprise team. A lot of that talent's coming back next year. I think they have a chance to have a winning record for the first time in a long time next yeah. year. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to give them the win over Coral Gables. I'll agree with you on that. Um, then we've got the Pop-Tart Bowl. Um, boy, oh, boy, I am so ready for this bowl game. Just the post game. Just I am ready for this edible mascot nonsense. <laughs> I hope they make it as traumatic as possible. Um, I, I really, I really can- cannot explain how excited I am to see this go down. Um, uh, it, it'll be, it'll certainly be a treat no matter what, but it's NC state versus Kansas state. Uh, pretty interesting game on paper. Uh, 
lot of moving pieces uh, in this one, especially for Kansas State. But I, I still pick the uh, Wildcats in this one. Uh, I like this team. I like the direction it's headed. And, you know, over these last two years, it kind of feels like whoever they throw in at quarterback just seems to get the job done. It seems like it's a really good system yeah. that they've got out there in Kansas <clears throat> State. So I'm going to I'm gonna ride with the Wildcats. Yeah, um, I actually took NC State in this one. I just think Dave doing what he's done um, in his time at NC State, he got him to nine wins. Again, like I said last week, uh, they are probably the most not-talked-about 9-3 and three team in the entire country. Um, they still have their starting quarterback for this year in B.J. Armstrong. So uh, I'm expecting him to be able to perform well. And then they have Grayson McCall coming in. So I'm expecting big things for NC State next year. Um, and I think this could be a good start for them to get a win over, uh, like I said, a really well-coached and a balanced Kansas State team. Uh, then we've got the Valero Alamo Bowl. Here we go. Here's going to be a fun one. Uh, This is going to be an extremely exciting game. However, no Dylan Gabriel for Oklahoma, but pretty good backup quarterback, uh, to replace him. Uh, is it, is, is it general booty? Tell me it's general booty. I don't think it's general booty. I think they're a five-star freshman. Uh, that's just been sent on. Why won't they start the man? I know. Can we talk about how he has like like brands and he's like a third string quarterback at Oklahoma. Yeah. Uh, I say save the red shirt, save the experience, save the quarterback play general booty in this one. But yeah. I'm not Brent Venable. So I don't get to make that call. Uh, but I pick Arizona in this one. This team is burning hot. Uh, and boy, oh boy. I think that they might just absolutely dismantle. this Oklahoma team. Yeah. They are burning hot. Like the temperatures in Arizona during the summer. Um, yeah, they're going to, I think they roll over Oklahoma. Um, I'm excited to see them play against a, a legitimate team. Uh, I'm, I'm just looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to seeing them hopefully roll through Oklahoma. Um, yeah, I'm just going to be honest with you. I know there's, we, there might be a chance Oklahoma could keep it close in the beginning, but I just think Arizona has been on a roll lately. They're going to roll. Yeah, absolutely. Um, then we've got the tax slayer Gator bowl. This one always just makes me giggle because I just don't understand. Like, it's just such a strange combination. Nothing uh, goes with Tax Slayer like a Gator, you yeah, know? <laughs> for sure. Uh, and that's a matchup between Clemson and Kentucky. This is a, a really intriguing matchup. Uh, I'm going Kentucky Wildcats here. Uh, that's th- If you're keeping track at home, that's three Wildcat teams in a row for me. Wow. Uh, Kansas, Starting to know, yeah, a pattern. Kansas State, Arizona, and Kentucky. Uh, but. I like this Kentucky team. They're feisty, and I do not like this Clemson team. I think it's a bad team. Yeah, um, yeah, I hear you, but I, I end up picking. Clemson. Yeah, I pick Clemson in it. Uh, <laughs> man, Gosh, what are we even doing here? <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, uh, Clemson lost a lot, but I think Dabble will have them ready for the bowl game. I think against Kentucky, I think it'll be very, very. I'm um, honestly. The over-under is 47. You destroy the under in that one. You yeah. you take a hammer and you smash it through a table when you do that. I think it'll be low scoring. Um, be a lot of running the ball. Yeah. <laughs> Including with Phil Moffa. Yeah, Phil Moffa, <laughs> Will Shipley, and Ray, uh, Ray Davis, I think, isn't that Ray his name? Davis, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So give me, I'm going to go with Clemson for it, but I mean, it's literally a flip of the coin. It might be like a 13 10 final score. Yeah, this isn't going to be, uh, well, you know, and if it comes down to field goals. Clemson's not in a great spot. That's there. true, especially if the announcers hype them up. They're like the fairy tale is like, oh, I miss it. I guess I guess Hollywood is on uh, yeah. on protest right now. So, yeah, that was a and uh, just a crazy situation that they had so many bad kickers that they just called a random guy off the street who was once a kicker there. 
I was like, do you want to come be a, or kicker again? He's like, yeah, sure. Why not? Okay, and, just make the ship shot field goal to beat Florida State. Nope. Yeah, just could not get the job done. I, but I guess that's what happens when you just call a guy off no practice and tell him to kick. Yeah. Uh, then we've got starting to get into the thick of it now. We already kind of were in the thick of it, but we're really getting into it now. We've got the Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Where we have no idea who anybody is going to be that's playing this game. <laughs> yeah, this is uh, going to be some complete madness. I think Audrey Estime might play in this game. Uh, is he a senior? Yes. I didn't know if he was a senior or He's not. He's a junior or a senior. I think he might may play in this game. I'm pretty sure Xavier Watts is playing in this game. He's a junior. Um, Audrey Estime is a junior. So maybe he comes back next year. Hopefully he comes back next year. I'd really <laughs> like that. Uh, so Notre Dame, you're going to have some familiar faces, but unfortunately no more Sam Hartman, uh, but I can completely understand his part. Uh, this will be an interesting game. I picked Notre Dame purely because I'm a Notre Dame fan. Uh, I think they probably have a good chance to win, but obviously with so many unpredictable, unpredictable variables going into it right now, uh, it's hard to make, uh, really an educated pick. So I, I just went with fighting Irish because I love the fighting Irish. Um, yeah, uh, this is just a matchup, of good running max, Damian Martinez for Oregon state and Audrey Gestime. Um, not going to lie. Your starting quarterback's gone. Oregon state backup QB has gone. I just went with Notre Dame. I just went with Notre Dame just for that. I, but I legitimately don't know what to expect for sure. I, I completely agree with you. Um, then we've got the AutoZone Liberty Bowl. Here you go. Here's your classic one. Here Memphis versus Iowa State. Seems a bit of home field advantage there. Yeah, absolutely. Playing in Memphis. Kind of criminal. Uh, but I'm going to take the Cyclones in this one. Really good team. Uh, again, victim of the brutal Big 12. Um, but I like I like Iowa State in this game. Yeah, I like Iowa State, and I think they're going to be a problem for that Big 12 next year. I think they could <clears> – <throat> you can call me crazy for it, but I'll stick with it maybe in the preseason. I think Iowa has a legit chance – Iowa State has a chance to win the Big 12 next year. Legit hey, chance. I'm completely with you. Matt Campbell's a great coach. Yeah, and, and a lot of the talent they had this year were freshmen. The quarterback, Rocco Beck, he was a freshman that started. Freshman running back, Abu Sama, coming off like a 200, 300-plus yard receiving game. Uh, their star leading receiver was a junior, so a lot of the talents come back on offense. Uh, so, yeah, I'm going to roll with Iowa State in this one, even though we have some unfair home field advantage for Memphis. Yeah, uh, then we've got the Goodyear Cotton Bowl Classic uh, between Missouri and Ohio State. Uh, two teams that don't really like that a whole bunch. Yeah, um, can they tie? Can they both lose? Uh, <laughs> it's my real question here. Uh, but I went with Missouri. I think, uh, really, truly, I'm going to say this honestly, and people may not like it. I think even with Ohio State's best players playing their whole team, I think that Missouri is the better team. Uh, I think Missouri is just a much Ooh. better team. They're certainly a more balanced team. They run the ball so well. They throw the ball so well. Um, this is another game where I don't really know who all is playing. I know obviously Kyle McCord's not playing. That might actually be for the best for Ohio State. They may stand a better <laughs> chance if they ran the Wildcat the whole time. I would venture to say Marvin Harrison Jr. is probably not going to play in this game, um, but I truly don't know. Um, but, again, I'm going with Missouri here. I think this is the better team, and at least if there's one person I want to see win more than anybody, it's Harrison Mevis. Uh, I'd like to see him win a bowl game. You want him to hit the game winner? I want him to hit the game winner from like 70 um, yards out. Yeah. Um, I think I wanted to write on my sheet, I don't care over this game. Yeah. Um, 
but if I'm required to pick one, you are required. Uh, I guess I guess I'll go with that that team um, above the state of Arkansas. I guess I'll go with them because uh, I like them better than that team from Ohio. You know, the second best team in Ohio. So, yeah, um, yeah. Well, I'll go with that team above Arkansas. They were yeah. they were okay this year. I'm gonna say Ohio State is like fourth best team in Ohio. Yeah. Because you got Ohio Bobcats, you got Miami Miami of Ohio. Ohio. Is Bowling Green in Ohio or Kentucky? It's very. I want to say it's in Kentucky. I want to say it's in Kentucky. I want to say both states have a Bowling Green, which doesn't make it easier. I'm just going to look up colleges in Ohio, and we're just going to find a random one and rank that as the third best. Oh, yeah. There's a bunch. You have colleges in Ohio. There you go. Colleges in Ohio with football teams. University of Cincinnati. There you go. That's one. Oh, yeah, Cincinnati. Kent State. Oh no! Wait, I'm wrong. Bowling Green State is in Ohio. Yep, there we go. I could. Am I tripping? Or am I, why did I think Bowling Green was in Kentucky? There is a Bowling Green, Kentucky. That's probably I why I thought. I think there's a college there too. Huh? You know, um, at this point, I don't know anything. Uh, but yeah, there you go. That's the top three better than that other team from Ohio. But yeah, yeah. I'll go with the team above Arkansas. Those to win are this our game. official Ohio college football rankings. Um. Then we've got the Chick Fil A Peach Bowl. Uh, I'm really looking forward to this. Me game, too. This- uh, because. I think this is the best game that's not a college football playoff game. Agreed. Uh, that has all of its talent, whether it be transfer portal or injuries, um, keeping teams uh, at their at lower uh, levels. Um, but this is two teams that are at their best um, that were truly on the cusp of uh, college football playoff uh, at some point in the season. Um so I took Penn State in this one. Uh, I like the way this Penn State defense plays. Um, because if Penn State's defense can take uh, Jackson Dart out of this, it becomes uh, a really a matchup of two really strong running teams, and I think that's the way Penn State wants to play football games, whereas I think Lane Kiffin wants to have a lot of success throwing the ball to set up that run. Yeah, I'm right there with you. I'm going to go with Penn State as well, mainly because you know I was high on them along with those stuff you said, and also I was high on them in the preseason, yeah. so I feel like I'm required – to pick them we're, for this we're owed this game <laughs> so yeah uh, i'll go i'll go with penn state to win it be yeah, i'm with you it should be uh, in my opinion i agree with you the best non-playoff bowl game uh then we've got the trans perfect music city bowl uh between auburn and maryland um uh, i don't really know what to expect from this game Me neither. Uh, extremely unpredictable but i'm going to take maryland because at one point in time they were one of the best offenses of college of football. Yeah. And then they met some really, really good teams. Yeah. Uh, I'm just going to roll with them because I don't know how Auburn's going to respond after that Iron Bowl. Yeah. Uh, and Talia Tagovailoa, I believe, is playing his final game of college, the brother of Tua. So I'll go say he goes out with a win against Auburn. That's what I'll go with. Go Terps. Um, then we've got the Capital One Orange Bowl. Need I say more? I'm going to take Georgia because this Florida State team is not good enough to be in the college football yeah. playoff. And not not only that, you're telling me that Kirby Smart and his team are not are are not happy about being in a bowl game yeah. either, or not being in the playoff either. They're going to take their frustration out of Florida State. They're going to win um, by 20 plus. It's it's not even going to be close. Not even close. Yeah, I just don't see it from a Florida State team that cannot throw the football. Maybe their defense can keep it close in the first half, but I think second half, Georgia rolls. I'm with you. Then we've got the Barstool Sports Arizona Bowl between Toledo and Wyoming. Uh, I'm going with Wyoming. Both of these teams are actually really solid teams. This is a pretty good game, Um, but I'm going to go with Wyoming in this one. 
Yeah, um, I'm going to go with Wyoming as well. Uh, just because Toledo coming off that loss, I don't know how they'll respond. Plus, their starting quarterback went into the transfer portal. So, yeah, I'll go with Wyoming for this one as well. Um, it'll be fun. And actually, it'll be on the CW, so you don't have to just go on the bar stool and watch. So you can actually watch it on TV this That's year. That's what I like to hear. Um, then we've got the Reliquist Bowl uh, between Wisconsin and LSU. I don't know how Wisconsin yeah. gets in a I'm offended that they got this game. This is criminal. Uh, I don't know how they're getting away with it. Truly, I don't know how they've done this. Uh, but I'm going to go with LSU. I think Jaden Daniels, one last hurrah. If, yeah. if he's playing in this game, I was under the impression that he was just to kind of show I think off. he is too. Yeah. Um, made a little, little, uh, little extra tape for NFL scouts to have. Um, and it's going to be most likely a beatdown of this Wisconsin team. I'm going to be honest with you. Going into it, I'm going to make a very bold claim here. I don't know if you're ready for it. I'm ready. In my opinion, well, I think I'm going to pick LSU, obviously, for this game. But number two, in my opinion, by the time we enter the NFL draft, near the NFL draft, Jay Nails will enter the conversation to be in the number one pick in the NFL draft. I that's think about, that's fair. That's because, in my opinion, Caleb Williams and Drake May both underperformed this year. Now, granted, entering the preseason, I'll agree with the hype that those are going to be the top two guys. But I think Jay Nails, when the Heisman, has moved up a lot, and I think – by the time they do all the workouts, he will be in consideration for whatever team trades with the Bears for that number one pick. I completely agree with you, and hopefully it's another generational hole. Yeah, and then y'all uh, can do that the next year after that, and then the next year, and just keep it going. Yeah, uh, people right now are mocking the Raiders trading up to one and us getting Max Crosby in future first-round picks. Oh, and absolutely I'd do that. i a river if that happened. That would be incredible. Um, but then we've got the Verbo Fiesta Bowl uh, between Oregon and Liberty. Um, this is a bit of a tough choice for me uh, because Liberty's so good uh, this year. But I went with Oregon. Um, even if some of their top-tier talent doesn't play in this game, um, this is, like we talked about, one of the most balanced teams in college football. Um, I, I just think they're going to dominate this game in every facet. Yeah, as far as I know, Bo Nix is playing in it. So, yeah, uh, I'll, I'll be rooting for Liberty. I'll be rooting for y'all to Me win. Um, I just don't know if y'all will against a fully uh, full Oregon squad at their best. So, I'm going to go with Oregon, unfortunately, in this one for you. I'm sorry, Liberty. Hopefully, you pull off the upset. Please do. Then we've got the Cheez-It Citrus Bowl. Kind of criminal that the Cheez-It Bowl no longer exists, and it's been relegated to a sponsor. Yeah. Uh, agreed, agreed. And also, not just that, the Outback Bowl. Yeah. It's the end of an era with the Outback Bowl. I don't know why they got rid of it. I have a Razorback jersey with the Outback Bowl patch. Me too. Jalen Catalan. Then he went to Texas. That hurt my feelings. But hey, I heard he's in the transfer portal again, and there's rumors he might be coming back. I've, I've heard rumors. Dude, if I could break that out of the Razorback game and it'd be valid again, that would be <laughs> awesome. Uh, but... Uh, I took Iowa in this game. Yeah. Uh, I just think that Iowa is the team I want to win this game. I, I don't know. I don't yeah. really have a real I'll, reason. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll be real quick. I'll agree with you. I want Iowa to win this game. Yeah. Uh, I want them to win it 7 to nothing with the seven points coming off of two safeties and a field goal. That's what I want. I hate that you said that. I didn't. You know, when you said seven to nothing, I didn't even think there was another possibility of how you could score seven. <laughs> they, they, keep in mind that's how they beat South Dakota State last year in Week One. They beat them seven to five by scoring 
and by scoring two safeties and then kicking a field goal to win it. That is insanity. <laughs> That's how I want them to win. I want it to be seven nothing with in that specific way. But enough about that, Austin. Let's get to the big time games here. Here we go. The meat of it. Let's get right down to it. We've got the Rose Bowl, and it is Alabama versus Michigan. Who do you have in this game? Well, number one, I'll just say it again. I said it last week. I'll say it now. Probably the most balanced playoff we have had maybe maybe ever in the playoff era. Um, this game is literally so balanced, it's a pick em right now. So uh, you might as well take money line while you can. Um, but I look at this game, number one. It's going to be fun, just a color scheme matchup between these yeah. two. I think that adds to it. Number two, just the Rose Bowl adds to it. And number three, my pick for the game, I look at it, and there's one coach here that I trust in the postseason, and there's one I don't. I'm going to go with the one I trust. Give me Nick Saban in Alabama to win this one. Uh, I'll say from around 7 to 10. I'll say around that range. Yeah, I want to take Alabama in this game as well. I think Alabama's playing like the much better team right now. Um, and just about every facet. Um, but the big thing that scares me about Michigan is that they, over the last six to seven weeks, have forgotten how to successfully throw the ball, um, and that's been problematic. I don't remember the last time they passed for a touchdown, and it's been a long time since they passed for over 150 yards. Yeah. Again, um, I wonder if they're just holding off until the playoff. If that's the case, then that's a genius plan that it worked this far. So Yeah, uh, you know, I thought maybe it had to do with Harbaugh being suspended. They were just going to play right. uh, into the run game because uh, I guess I was thinking maybe he was more of the passing mastermind. Um, but then he came back for the uh, for the Big Ten Championship, and the same thing happened. They just ran the ball, ran the ball, ran the ball. To me, it just feels like not necessarily that they don't trust J.J. McCarthy, but that they have far more confidence in their ability to run the ball. Um, and I think that's misplaced. And I think that having a quarterback who hasn't thrown the ball very well uh, and for a whole lot for the last month and a half of the season, it's not a great place to be playing against a good defense who's going to make you Right. Uh, throw the ball, and if they're forced to throw the ball, Michigan cannot win this game. So I'm going to take Alabama. Um, and that takes us to the All-State Sugar Bowl, Texas versus Washington. Who do you got? Um, number one, I'm, uh, I know I said they're balanced, but this is going to be the most fun one to watch to me. Um, and I'm glad it's the main uh, primetime one. Uh, man, oh, man. Uh, number one, fair for Texas, to say the least, to be able to get the Sugar Bowl. Um, yeah. don't know how fair that is for Washington, despite being the higher ranked team moving, but I get there was the Rose bowl and the sugar bowl this year. So you work out what you can. Um, but yeah, rematch of last year's Alamo bowl. How weird is that? They're meeting for the second straight time in a bowl game. That is weird. That is weird. Um, but it'll be a fun one. I say you take the, whatever the points are, unless they're in the seventies, then I might consider dropping back. It's at 64. That seems like easy money to me, but I'm trusting with the guy I've, uh, with the better overall team I've seen over the last couple of weeks, and that's Washington. I think their defense has come together. They're a more balanced offense, and I don't trust that Texas secondary. Uh, we saw it with a couple of cracks in against Oklahoma whenever they were able to throw the ball against them. I think Michael Penix and them could have a field day. High-scoring affair. Give me Washington to win it. Yeah, uh, I like Washington in this game as well. Uh, I think they're the better team. We're, we're seeing a new Washington team at the end of this season, um, one that's not quite as flashy on offense, but one that gets the job done running the football, 
long dominant drives and great defense. I don't know if Texas is going to be able to hang with that. I take Washington in this game. And that sets us both up for a Washington-Alabama uh, conference championship game. Uh, who do you got? Uh, in the in, or not conference championship, national championship game. Oh. Who do you got winning the last four team national championship? Oh man, this is this is going to be a fun one. If it if it is if it is Alabama Washington, which you know, knowing our luck, it probably won't be. Yeah. Um, but if right. it does happen, it would be a lot of fun. Um, oh my gosh, I can't believe I have to pick this. This is tough. You know, if if it failed me earlier this year, whenever I said this again, but I'll say it again. I can't bet against Nick Saban in these big games. I can't do it. Uh, I feel like Alabama's figured out how they can win football games now, and I, I, I'll be—I would love a Washington win in the Natty. I would love it, but I'm going to go with Alabama and Nick Saban them to win it, and then Jalen Milrow and company come back next year. And Bama's number one team, and then we have this whole fiasco over again. So, yeah, uh, and what what in a what a way to avenge the loss it would be for Alabama. Talk about number one overall seed in the very first college football playoff. They play an Ohio State team who kind of snuck in as the four seed. Nobody saw them coming. And Ohio State would go on to win the national championship that year. They'd knock off Alabama. They'd knock off Oregon and become the national champions. And now all these years later, Alabama and the last four team, four seed, go to the win in the first round, go to the national championship, win it as the four seed, would be truly – Storybook, but almost fake. But yeah, I'm not going to pick out. <laughs> I knew for you that. weren't. <laughs> uh, I'm going to take Washington in this game. I really like this team. Uh, I think that they can hang with anybody in the country. I think they proved that against Oregon twice this year. Um, they proved it against everybody. They can beat anybody in any way. They've developed a team uh, throughout the season that can play any style of football and hang with it. If they need to run the ball and waste clock, they can. If they need to go up-tempo and strike quick, they can. The defense has been great. This is a Washington team that's primed for a national championship. This is the kind of team you look for to win a national championship, and that's why i got to get with Washington here. I respect it. Hey, only like an hour 13. Wow. I think that's record time for us doing this. Record time. Just pouring through it. I will say, overall, a lot of shorter names. Uh, I didn't get tongue-tied nearly as much. Um, but that's that's where we stand. Yeah, and also, I will say, we may have picked different, but we didn't pick different on a lot of them. Yeah. Uh, I, I want to say not even 50% we picked different on. Yeah, which means there's going to be – there's still, obviously, a chance for shakeup, but it means more likely – uh, being over 500 is on the line yeah. as opposed to where we stand. At the Just end overall us being 500 pretty much. Yeah. Um, sheesh. Make us look good, guys. Make us look good. But yeah, we need some teams to show up and show out. Uh, and boy, oh boy, I, I'm excited for the Washington Huskies. A uh, little fun little thing we'll do right here at the end. Ooh. Uh, since you picked Alabama to win, let's pick our most outstanding player uh, in the national championship. Uh, I mean, mine's, mine's not a hard one. Jalen Milrow, all the people were hating on him at start of the year. It's a full circle story. He comes out, plays good in the national championship, and wins the most valuable player for the national championship. I'm assuming you are going with the man, the myth, the lefty legend, Michael Penix Jr. Uh, I want to go Michael Penix, but I think uh, a guy whose impact is going to make a lot of difference is going to be Dylan Johnson. Ooh, uh, I like that, actually. He's really like turned it up at the end of the year. I don't think there's any understating how important Michael Penix has been to this team, but I think his importance is what's set up 
Um, Dylan Johnson's burst at the end of the season allowed him to kind of take control and be an offensive threat. Um, I mean, we talk about halfway through the season, dude had never rushed for 100 yards in a game, and he did it pretty consistently. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So I I think that while Michael Penix is a threat and he'll have a great game, I think Dylan Johnson will be the guy that kind of takes our breath away with like a 200-yard rushing game and a couple touchdowns. All right. I like it. But, hey, how about another season of college football in the books overall? Of course, we're going to be back talking about the playoff semifinals and the national championship. But, man, how about it, Austin? It's been a, a great year. I think this is easily the best year of college football in a long time. The best one we've ever had the chance to talk about on the Bulls. I know, and that's, and that's including last year. Last year was pretty fun, too. Yeah. But this year, just the overall amount of good teams there were, that we had so much chaos at the top that caused it. Yeah, I'm right there with you. This is easily the best one we've had the privilege of talking about all year. Absolutely. And, you know, uh, kind of bittersweet to see this one go, obviously. You want to get down to the end. It's it's always so crazy with sports. You want to get to the end. You want to see who's the champ. You want to see who takes home the big awards. But then when you get there. You're like, what? Why are we here? Go yeah, back. Go you back. You missed the journey along the way. Um, it's been an absolute treat. Uh, I cannot wait for next year. So much change coming for the good. Uh, I think bigger conferences, more powerful conferences. Um, you've got um, – the expanded playoff, so much fun coming next year, but it will be tough to say goodbye to what a great season this has been uh, for the Bulltick podcast and maybe our most popular season uh, yet, I would say. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Getting these player votes involved, players and teams of the week. We will, I'm sure, have our discussions about our player and teams of the year and everything. Absolutely. So, uh, yeah, I can't wait for that. It's going to be so much fun, dude. Can't wait. Yeah, we'll have one more uh, team and player of the week. It'll actually be team and player of season yeah uh well i think we're gonna try to expand it to a top 10 we'll work out the logistics of how we're gonna do agreed yeah um but try to expand it to a top 10 to get more kind of representation and then obviously um i think as soon as possible we need to start working on our top 10 or our teams uh dude that's i i just got done with finals now you're giving me more homework dude what are we doing dude um And just kind of go from there, just kind of throw out some feelers, at least a general idea, and kind of try and spin it from there. But I really, really, really enjoyed this season. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed it as well. Um, I think starting to look forward, um, obviously, like you said, we'll have some wrap-ups for college football season. But it's NBA time. Uh, I definitely will start getting on NBA and uh, spinning a little college basketball. Did anything happen in the NBA? Recently, I don't. I don't think anything happened. I don't think anything notable happened. No, nothing uh, happened. Not that I know of. Nothing where anybody should be ashamed of the way they're behaving as a thirty-five-year-old man or whatever. Yeah. Get um, that man some help. Get that man some help. Yeah, get that brother <laughs> some help. As you said. Um, but yeah, it's been a great season. I've had the pleasure of presenting it. I'm so glad uh, all the involvement we've had. Again, I feel like this is the most successful season we've had, and uh, I think that means a lot to me, especially um, you know putting together these episodes and putting out. Uh, and I know it means a lot to you as well. Um, but just being able to put these episodes together and kind of feel uh, kind of the love and support that we've gotten this season has been a blast. And uh, I hope you'll do the pleasure of doing it again with us next year. Um, I hope you stick around for the NFL and the NBA. Uh, but for Austin Waiter and Austin Hill, uh, that's going to do it for us here at the Bull Take Podcast. We want to thank you for listening. <laughs>